Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Ten. Nine. nine eight, eight. Seven. Six. Hurry up. Three. Five. Three. Two. two one. one. Happy, Happy New, new Year! year. Hogmanay. Happy New Hogmanay! Happy Yay. New! Hi, Casey. It's the exciting Hogmanay episode. Hi. Hello. This is very exciting. You've oh, taken yeah. me somewhere new as well. We're essentially in a, in a penthouse. We are in a penthouse. Really, we? take, we're celebrating Hogmanay so, in a Lon- central London penthouse suite. We've got our prosecco. We've got our health. <laughs> and <laughs> it's uh, exciting. Well, what what better way to mark episode three of series two, that milestone, <laughs> with some Hogmanay celebrations? Uh, it seems a little indulgent, but but here we are. Here we are. I like it. Should we do it? Let's do it. So, welcome to be more cleverer. As I say, it is uh, episode three of series two which i know you hate me saying but it's true i think Um, we'll get there we'll get there so what happened at the end of last week's episode you can probably already guess by our introduction (laughs) but let's find out again anyway i want you to tell me all about hogmanay hogmanay what is it when the hell did it start and how is it celebrated now that's a scottish word for new year's eve isn't it i don't know you don't even i actually don't know that I just, for some reason, wanted to learn about Hogmanay, and I'm now excited to hear you retell what Hogmanay is. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I kind of cockily came out of what you what you said, um, as we just heard, by saying that it was a Scottish word for New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty much right, actually. I, I, you were right. I, I usually never put my foot in it in that situation. But <laughs> yes, I've been finding out all about Hogmanay today. I'm, I'm so excited. Which is a lot like New Year's Eve, which is good because you wanted to bring Prosecco along, which you have. I have. I see it right in front I'm of me. I'm ready. So should we get on with it? Yeah, okay. In fact, why don't we... Should we pop open the bubbly? Yeah. Bear with. Oh, the foil's already off. There we go. So I right mean, now. the wire is... I mean, this could not be more natural to you. You can hear how uh, high quality our, our glassware is from the placement of it just there. Okay, here we oh, go. Oh, and the, the cork. Oh! Oh, perfectly done. Not a drop. Not a drop. Not a drop. So I'm pouring yours now, Katie. Thank you, my darling. You can hear that glug. Ugh, that is music to my ears. Sweet nectar. Sweet nectar. That's what we say every time we pour Prosecco, which is very frequently. (laughs) Uh, Delicious nectar, which is kind of creepy, isn't it? (laughs) It is so creepy. So that's the bubbly poured, my dear. Cheers. Bubbly's out of the fridge. Cheers to you and yours. Nice clink. 
Okay, clink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, we should probably, if we're going to crack on to the bubbles, we might as well just find out all about Hogmanay. Yeah. So, the word Hogmanay, well, we know that it's basically a Scottish word for new, Scottish term for New Year's Eve celebrations. Yeah. But what is the actual word? Where does it come from? I know you wanted to know that. I did. Well, annoyingly, <laughs> there are lots of theory. Yeah, of course. That's what I like. Yeah. Including Greek one, a Scandinavian one, a oh. Flemish one, uh, loads more. Like, if I go through all of them, you won't remember any of them, which kind of defeats the whole point of the podcast. So, I'm going to go with the one that looks according to my, my research, looks mm-hmm. most likely. So the theory we're going to go with is the French one. Okay. So the word Hogmanay, they think, comes from the early 17th century. Okay. Um, perhaps from the word Hogwiane, uh, mm. spelled H-O-G-U-I-N-A-N-E with a little accent on the top of the E at the end there, which is Norman French for a French word. Norman French used to live next door to my mum. Stop it. Shut up. Shit. Shut up. <laughs> uh, an old French, which I think came from an old French word before that, which I'm going to pronounce as Aguianeuf, okay. which translates as last day of the year, New Year's gift. Last day of the year, New Year's gift. Yay! Yes. Can we Cheers. say that? Cheers! Yeah. <laughs> this Hogmanay, I'm going to say to you, last day of the year, New Year's gift. Yay! Oh, yeah, but one of us will say it together and the other one will be too drunk to have a clue what they're about, <laughs> I guarantee it. Yes. But where did actual Hogmanay as a celebration come from? Mm-hmm. I hear you ask. I am asking that. So Hogmanay celebrations were brought to Scotland by the Vikings, the invading Vikings. Cool. Like, you're thinking, lush Viking, I can tell. Like Thor. Yes. <laughs> Chris, um, what's his name? Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Yes. We were digressing. Um, Hogmanay celebrations were brought into Scotland by the invading Vikings um, in the early 8th and 9th centuries. Wow. So really, really long time ago. Yeah, so uh, information fans, which we all are, that's why we're all joining <laughs> into this. Uh, thing I think it would be more clever <laughs> information fans information fans 8th um, and ninth centuries that's around the sort of time that Hogmanay is believed to have been brought to Scotland because they were the Vikings were big on the winter solstice yes they were big and fans big, big on the mead and like big I, in my mm. head I'm imagining big tankards yeah sure um, which is the winter solstice is the shortest day of the year uh, December the 21st and somehow it gets celebrated on New Year's sort of even though it's 10 days later but sure okay. and they celebrated with big old parties at the end of December because they were like yeah solstice exactly uh, like exactly <laughs> it's bad to think actually because I never think of the shortest day of the year as being 10 days away from the start of the new year you never really think like that it's but like actually, someone forgot there was an admin error yeah it's weird but actually yeah. it's very soon as soon as that hits you're like Bam! Mm. It's happening. Right, I've got a revelation for you now. It's going to blow your mind. You're thinking, why does Scotland go so mad for Hogmanay, though? Yeah, like, why them? Because of the... Yeah, I get it. Well, we obviously love Christmas Mm -hmm. all over it, but if I was Scottish, if I was Katie McBowden... I wish you were. I wish. Maybe I wouldn't be as much because Christmas was pretty much banned from Scotland... What? ...up until the mid-20th century... Mid-20th century? I know, like... What? (laughs) I know, calm down. Have some more Prosecco, doll. There you go. I heard too much. Sip of that. So Christmas wasn't celebrated as a festival and was basically banned from Scotland for around 400 years. Stop shaking your head, it's the truth. Um, For around 400 years, from the end of the 17th century to the 1950s. 1958, to be precise. I'm livid. (laughs) I know, 1958, fact fans. Why? And this was because of the... Well, I'm about to tell you. 
<laughs> I'm so outraged. Uh, during the Protestant Reformation period, uh, Christmas was banned because it was seen as being Roman Catholic. Does that make sense? Yeah. They weren't classic, down with that. Classic Protestant. Mm. Just like... Just, yeah. I, I won't go into it, but classic, like, stop spoiling everyone's fun. I know. So Christmas Day wasn't a public holiday in Scotland until 1958. She had to work on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. They went to New Year's. They, would take, they took that off. And Boxing Day didn't become a holiday until 1974 in Scotland. We were, that, that was near us being born-ish. Mm, you more than me. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was 10 then. <laughs> so yeah, up until the 1950s, lots of Scots worked over Christmas and celebrated the winter solstice holiday at, at New Year. And friends and family would get together and have presents. And the presents were known as Hogmanays. Oh, wow. New Year yeah. gifts. Yeah. So, is it basically the same as New Year's Eve? Okay, good good question. Uh, no, it's longer. So, Hogmanay oh. starts on New Year's Eve, but continues... Con- continues? Continues. It continues throughout New Year's Day. Great. And into January the 2nd, which is still a public holiday, <laughs> they get so obliterated... Wow. ...that it's like they just allow themselves that extra day. They're like, no, we're going to need another day, guys. But That's in the accent, great. I'm not doing a Scottish accent. We're gonna need another day. I you can see on your little face. You're looking over at the, uh, and you can smell that there's food in the room. I can, you yeah. Know me. Um, well, I thought we'd talk about some traditions. Yeah. Probably. So uh, there are lots of uh, food and drink traditions. Okay. I've got some food. I've got some knives and forks. Got knives and forks. So should we? Uh, should we tuck in? Okay. If you want to play along at home at any point, of course, you could pause the podcast and just nip to your local supermarket and buy some uh, ingredients. Buy those ingredients. You'll find out what they are in a moment. (laughs) 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 Um, But please do play along at home or listen to this and then go and buy the stuff that we're about to use and listen to it again because it's fun. So you've obviously got an iron brew. I actually haven't. That's not listed as, like, a particular thing. Fine, whatever. Um, <laughs> but we're going to start with something called haggis. Oh, no. Have you had haggis before? No, I haven't. Well, today's your lucky day, Jackson. Oh, God. And you've got, got some lovely haggis for you. I went to... Oh, my God, that's disgusting. You... Right. I know you. How well do I know you? Very. Very well. I know you better by your food choices than by your personality. I think we would both agree. Yeah, okay. Um, we've eaten together a lot of times. I'm going to say that you're going to like this. Oh my God, okay. Um, so, I think we should maybe eat it before we look at what's in haggis. Yeah, so, that sounds good. Should we to feed you? <laughs> okay. That make it more, like, a little bit more erotic and enjoyable Just, like, a, a little bit, though, because it really freaks me How out. It this? really freaks me out. Right, no, push. that's too much. No, honest, honestly, honest you God. will like it. Honest to God, it's too much. Think of it like, sort of, like, spicy meat. There you go, tuck in. I'm going to eat some. Okay, don't hate it. Thank you. There you go, I'm eating some. So. Yeah, I don't hate that. I know, you're going to devour this by the end of the podcast. This is a McSween haggis. Um, was awarded a Great Taste Award in 2013. <laughs> Good. So this haggis contains lamb lungs, mm-hmm. um, beef fat, there's oats in it. You oats? The text- yeah, there's oats. What do you mean? Oats. Why? You can see that's where the texture comes from. It's like a meat porridge, cool. It's not meat porridge. They also have something called rumble de thumps. What? Which is like, um, <laughs> uh, like swede, mushed swede. Oh, I love swede. And um, potato. Also with some cabbage. I'd also have cheese in it, but I couldn't find that. <laughs> so I've got some mashed uh, carrot 
and suede. Okay. So tuck into this if you want, loves. I might have a little bit of that one. Yeah. These together. So do you know what the Scottish word for potatoes is? Oh, tatties. Mm-hmm. And Swede? Swede. <laughs> neeps. Neeps. So right now we're eating haggis, neeps and tatties. You need to put your neeps away. My neeps are firmly concealed. I can't tell. This is tasty. It's lush, isn't it? But we shouldn't continue with all this delicious food. Mm-hmm. Without having a beverage. Okay. And I know that we're Prosecco princesses. Sure. But we are celebrating all that's excellent about Scotland. Um, and Prosecco is not this traditionally is Scottish. Okay. There are some things, like, when you look at what traditional to have on Hogney, there are a few different ideas. But one thing is that it's consistent is whiskey. And we very rarely <laughs> drink whiskey together. If, we, I think we've ever drunk whiskey. I don't whiskey. think we've ever had a... We should do it more, I think. But I think we'd have a wee dram of three-year-old whiskey from Waitrose. <laughs> oh my gosh, Katie. So, you can hear that. Glug, 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 glug. There you go. Thank you. Um, chin, chin. Chin, chin. This is great. I'm having such a nice time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was having such a nice time. <laughs> gosh, that's No, I like that. And then we've also got... Katie, some, stop. I know. We've got some shortbread. I'm honestly not being stereotypical here. They do... I'm told that Shortbread is very much on Hogmanay. I knew that it was Scottish, but I'm really glad and surprised that it's a Hogmanay delicacy. There you go. So, Thank you. for some Walker's uh, shortbread fingers. This looks like, you know, the real the um, real deal. I was going to go for the petticoat tails, but I couldn't find any at short notice. Nah. And then we've also got a traditional Scottish dessert. So that isn't a dessert. Oh my God, Katie, I'm so excited. Shortbread is merely a snack, isn't it, my darling? <gasps> So, this is something that I've actually had many times, because my mum likes to make it. Oh. And she'll be listening, as we both know. So, I've been baking. <sighs> oh, All my sort of God. Shout um, out to Anne, by the way. Shout out to Anne. Hi, Ma. So, have you heard of something called Cranachan? No. Okay. So what, so, what is Cranachan? So, the basic ingredients are your, your thick cream. Yeah. Whipped cream. Um, which we mix with a little bit of whiskey. A little bit. <clears throat> um, so we put a little bit of whiskey in the cream. So the main ingredients are cream, whiskey, oats, uh, and raspberries. Oh, that sounds nice. Mm. And we put a bit of honey. I'm not sure if honey is something that you always have in it. You, you have something else sweet in it. But um, this particular recipe, I'm going to go for the very basic one because... I do live in a converted peanut factory and facilities are limited. <laughs> oh, delicious that. So what I've just been doing is mixing some cream yeah. with some honey. It and smells great. Honey and some whiskey because they put whiskey in all the things. Why not? <laughs> raspberries. Oh my God. How did you get them out of season? Also, side tip, raspberries really great in Prosecco as well. And then I think I said earlier on that it also involves oats. So I toasted these before I left. Toasted them? Yes, it's important to toast well. them. I, you can either like fry them. Dry, fry, okay. Like just like toast them off, you know, like you do with seeds and stuff. Yeah. Or you can on. bake them. I think my mum, I have memories of my mum baking them in the oven. Fond memories of watching my mum put a tray in the oven. <laughs> what a happy, exciting childhood I left. <laughs> But as I say, there are variations. You could put them in the oven. You could make a raspberry coulis. Look quite easy to do. You could so easily make this on New Year's and it would go down a treat. Yeah. Because you've got your booze in there, which is important for New Year. It's low maintenance. Yeah, you could make the cream during the day. So a few more raspberries in there. 
this is a phenomenal effort. So to finish the Kranaken, I'm just putting a few more oats on the top. Thank you. So, so should, I, should we this, tuck in? Can you remember what this is called? I bet you can't. Kranaken. Correct. Well done. Yes. And dress me. So we've just had our haggis and our neeps and our tatties. Mm-hmm. And now we've got our lovely Kranaken. Maybe mm. I might dip my shortbread in it. Ooh, that's a great idea. Yeah. It's good, isn't it? Oh my gosh. So this is a very traditional Scottish dessert. And apparently it is very much on on Hogmanay. This is delicious. Now, we haven't even actually mentioned all of the things. Okay. Food-wise. There is another thing which is very, very traditional to have at Hogmanay. Mm-hmm. But I don't have one of those because it's absurd. And it's called a black bun. What Do is you that? know what a black bun is? No. Hazard a guess. You won't a burnt bread roll. It's basically a fruit cake in a loaf shape covered in shortcrust pastry. And I cannot find that in Waitrose. Do you know what? I don't want to talk too much about my struggles, but trying to find Welsh cakes. I can imagine a Scottish person feeling the same. Um, I've got some more traditions and superstitions for you that Ooh. aren't food related. Okay, superstitions. We should just say that... There are some fireworks going off. How exciting. I feel like that would happen at Hogmanay. If you can hear banging, we're not in like a war zone. Um, We've just (laughs) seen the fireworks just gone off. There are some fireworks just gone off where we are. And that's really exciting. It's like they knew, Katie. It's like they knew we were celebrating Hogmanay. I'm finding it hard to fathom the whole thing. Yeah. Anyway, let's carry on. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Um, so another tradition is to clean up the house. Okay. And take out the ashes from the fire to start anew. Uh, to clear all your debts before the bells sound at midnight. Okay, girl, we'll try. I know. The underlying message is to clean out all the remains of the old year, have a clean break, and welcome in a new one. Great. So at midnight, they would usually have fireworks, like we're seeing right now. It's just so bizarre. <laughs> it's so bizarre. And immediately after midnight, it's traditional to sing a poem. Which the same poem that is traditional everywhere. Now, for a be more cleverer point, oh my gosh. Jack, what poem is it? Oh Lang Zai. Oh Lang Zai. Oh yeah. Lang Zai. Is it? That's not how it goes. <laughs> oh Lang Zai. Um, that, that's it. That was originally Scottish. Well, it is Scottish. For another be more cleverer point, Jack, mm-hmm. uh, who wrote that poem? Robert Burns. Correct. Is actually. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, talk to me more about Oh Lang Syne. 
So Old Lang Syne, you're correct, it was written by um, Robert Burns, the Scottish poet, and it's an in- also an integral part of the Hogmanay party to welcome friends and strangers with warm hospitality and include lots of enforced kissing for all. Yay! Like a little bit of forced kissing to get you excited about the new year, eh? In this current world, enforced kissing sounds really horrible. Doesn't it sound like the worst thing? But I think it's just being like, have a a nam kiss. And as people wish each other a happy new year, there are some Hogmanay toasts that can be said. Ooh! Would you like to hear some? Yes, because I'm going to say these this year. Lang may your lum reek. No, I'm not. No. That means long may your chimney smoke. (laughs) (laughs) Katie, is your chimney smoking? (laughs) My chimney is smoking and, you know, long may it smoke. Is yours smoking? (laughs) It is, it is. And uh, yes, long may it smoke. Long may it smoke. Uh, It originated when people had coal fires. Uh, If it was smoking, it meant that you could afford coal and keep warm. Another Mm. one said by Scottish people is, okay, this is troublesome, this one. Agreed New Year to Annie and a... And money may yesy, uh, which okay. translates Sounds nice. uh, as a good new year to one and all, and many may you see. Which is a pleasant message, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, those are what we say when it gets to midnight, and we will remember those this year, won't we, Jack? We will. Another tradition of this is quite an important thing as well, called first footing. Have you heard of first footing? It's very common across Scotland. At first night. footing? No, I've not. So first footing uh, is a good luck thing for the house okay Uh, you're gonna love this Mm. you're gonna love it so much and you're going to want to uh keep to this tradition especially after a few whiskeys (laughs) so (laughs) the first foot that comes into the house after midnight (laughs) look at you oh a stranger in the night should be a a dark male (laughs) (laughs) stay calm relax a dark male? Mm-hmm. But you're going red. I'm familiar. You're already flustered at the thought of a dark male turning up after midnight on New Year's. I'm familiar. He should bring with him pieces of coal, shortbread, salt, a black bun. <laughs> Heard all about the black buns. And a dram of whiskey. You can just bring the black buns and I'll be happy, my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> So the the dark male bit is believed to be to do with the Viking origins. If a big blonde stranger arrived on your doorstep with an axe, it meant big trouble and a bad new year. Oh no. I'd take either, really. (laughs) I'm not fussy. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, there is there is some very other other very old traditions that I don't know if they're still on. Traditional New Year ceremony would involve people dressing up in the hides of cattle and running around the village whilst being hit by sticks. I think that you'd do that with sheer joy if a dark male (laughs) (laughs) you'd be donning he's here get my hide get my hide get my Um, leopard print hide and I'd be there hitting you with a stick so yeah I don't know if that's still a thing that they do and also people would wrap animal hide round sticks uh, and ignite them to produce a smoke which was believed to help to ward off evil spirits Uh, this smoking stick was known as a hogmanay I'm getting the impression that they refer to everything as a hogmanay it's hogmanay have a cup of hogmanay Tuck in some Hogmanay. Let's whack our Hogmanays on each other. So, oh, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said it, not me. Um, no, I think that is very much on. But these are all traditions. The main Hogmanay celebration, I mean, it's all over Scotland, obviously. Hogmanay is sort of known for being a thing in Edinburgh. Still is today. They usually yep. get big pop stars performing on it. 
Includes a big firework display. Michelle McManus. Uh, has performances from big musicians and gets crowds from all over the world. It's a huge, huge thing. It's a big thing. And that's Hogmanay for you. <gasps> oh my God. Do you know what? I just... I feel Scottish <laughs> so Scottish so yeah. festive mm. so so excited I think I feel like very happy and content and it's very nice I feel warm we've had like a run through of Hogmanay and yeah. now I feel like ready for a fresh year the only thing we've got before then is Christmas and yeah. I love Christmas so. great so yeah thank you Katie that has been enlightening have you enjoyed it? Like I said, it kind of hit me these past few weeks how rubbish 2016 has been, and yeah. I really feel warm when you've done that. So thank you. Hogman A to you. So, Jack. Hello. It's time for me to give you a topic to learn all about. Okay. So you can tell me. So, so far we've covered Alcatraz. Mm-hmm. This, I mean, this series, we've covered Alcatraz, the Dalai Lama, Seinfeld, and yeah. now Hogman A. What a plethora of topics. It's been vast, hasn't it? Yeah. And last series, I feel like you gave me loads of sport ones. Yeah, I did. Um, I think it's time for me to give you a sport one. Oh, God. Oh, God. I think it's a good thing, though. I think you would want to learn more about this person. Okay. Ooh, about a person. particular... I know, person. Mm. Oh, spoiler alert. I am going to go with uh, one of the... I mean, it's, it's very sad to say this. One of the many legendary people that we've lost this year. Muhammad oh. Ali. Oh, cool. I want to know where the phrase float like a butterfly, sting like a bee came from. I basically just want to know why... What point did he have that legend that status? Happen? Like, how did it come to happen? Because okay. you can be excellent at sport, but he really is hailed as the yeah. greatest. The world's greatest. The world's greatest. The world's greatest. So, uh, yes, Muhammad Ali, are you up for the challenge? I am up for that challenge. Okay. So, let me just type that in my brain. You want to know why he reached his success and Mm -hmm. why he got that legendary status Mm -hmm. where the phrase float like a butterfly sting like a bee came from Mm -hmm. that's it and then and then basically anything else to fill 20 minutes great pretty much i'm sure i can do that yep so uh yeah see you then shall we keep drinking uh yeah um happy hogmanay to you happy hogmanay to you So, if there's something that you think you want to learn loads more about, uh, but you can't be bothered to kind of do the research yourself, that's kind of why we're here. We've decided to kind of put ourselves in that position. Tweet us at BeMoreCleverer, or you could email us at BeMoreCleverer at gmail.com. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 